Monday Night Fever with Hamish and Jack. Monday Night Fever. Just turn off your mind and relax and look down the street. It's Monday Night Fever. Will you help you, baby? Welcome to another episode of Monday Night Fever. I'm Hamish. And I'm Jack. And uh, we are back doing this again. Back again, once again, every week, all weeks, every week. It's Monday. It's night time. It's Monday Night Fever. <laughs> this is the fever. Um, as you know, we, re- we record the day before Monday for all those junkies out there who want to know when we actually do it. Um, we've just had a great band on the sofa. We had Spinning Cupid's on. Which you'll see in a couple of weeks, but yeah, we loved it, didn't we? Yeah, man, they were really, really what a good. fun young guys, full yeah. of energy. I can't believe how young they are. Razmataz, they had it all in their eyes. They're ready for the future. Yeah, it made us feel quite old. Yeah, and I think that might be to do with the hangovers. Well, Jack's severely hungover today. I am not really. I'm not severely hungover. I'm just on a three-day hangover. Yeah, inconsistent. So, what would you call that? Not severely, but uh, super? functioning alcohol, <laughs> alcoholism. I'd call that. Yeah, like so. I, when I had about, I, I've had a lot of pints this week. Well, a lot of pints against us this week. More than you have fingers and toes. Yeah, like a lot more. And wow. I, I find if you just get up, the old hair of the dog thing, and continue, you'll be fine until the tiredness hits. <laughs> so, what what brought about this like drinking spree that you've? Uh, just not. not being that busy, so I've just been going to the pub. It's 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 that easy, really. Yeah, Remove right. routine. You at the pub, you get a hell of a hungover, man. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Have you been out and about the weekend? No, I haven't. I've been very very busy this, and I'll be very busy for the next couple of weeks, just until I get all my my um, ducks in a row. Yeah, and my ducks in a row. But um, yeah, I'd like to. I'd like to drink, but. Just can't. I think it's weird now because, like, funny season's coming in. It's silly season or yeah. Christmas time. So, like, so it was Halloween on Tuesday, right? And what they've done at my local pub, they've just took down the Halloween decorations. And probably replaced them with Christmas Literally ones. Christmas decorations. Like, on the 8th or whatever, the 8th of November, Christmas decorations. Like when is it too early to put them up? The question is when it's... When is it too early to start hearing Mariah Carey everywhere? You yeah, go? <laughs> I'm not looking forward to that. Oh. Like we love music on this podcast, but not Mariah Carey. Don't put me through that shit. Yeah, I don't mind the Michael Bublé version of that song. Yeah, I'm just not a fan of Michael Bublé doing a Christmas album every year. <laughs> Michael Bublé sings the Christmas time songs. Jingle bells. That's a great Michael Bublé impression. Oh, no, yeah, no, I'm shocking. just. It, it's. It feels too early, man. It feels really too early. It, it feels unnatural. It always is. It's kind of like, oh my God. Again. Don't remind me that another year is over. Yeah. And you've got to buy presents for people. Do you get Hugh gifts? Yeah. Producer Hugh. See those? You can't see them on the camera clearly, but 
behind behind the camera, there is a there's there's like toys and stuff on the wall. Mm. Me and Hugh, a couple of years ago, we bought it. We Hugh bought me it. I think Hugh started it because he was working at Toys R Us when Toys R Us was still a store. <laughs> Anyone who knows Hugh knows that would be a career trajectory. You could see Hugh working in Toys R Us. We went from Toys R Us to Sparky. Yeah, yeah. What a what a step up. What a step up. <laughs> First, um, what a glow up. <laughs> literally. Um, but anyway, so he bought me this David Bowie Barbie doll, right? And it was mm. kind of weird present. And I was like, oh, thank you. And I left it in the box, and we sat it on the thing. Anyway, the next year came around for well, it came around for Hugh's birthday. Yeah. And um, I bought him the same Barbie doll because it had gone up like a hundred dollars. Oh, like, really? Yeah. Like, so that one over there costs like two hundred dollars. Oh, so it keeps going up. So now that's, that, that's like an investment. So gift. now that doll is worth eight hundred dollars. This is uh, so you. you <laughs> this is like the OG NFT is what you bought them. Yeah. So now we buy each other like cool toys. So there's a there's like a Fender guitar Lego set and mm. like a. That's Hugh in there shouting about the UFC. Yeah, nice, nice. Um, by the way, there's not an emergency in there. There's no one hostage in my basement, I promise. But um, so we buy each other gifts that could be valuable. Yeah, so yeah. we don't take them out of the box. Yeah. Which is, a, I mean, a get because you're old now and you shouldn't be playing with toys. Unless that's what you're into. You shouldn't really be playing, well, different kinds of toys. You shouldn't be playing with those toys. But yeah, it's like... Um, did you see there was a guy who bought, like, I think he bought his son an NFT with the idea being that it was going to be, like, his inheritance. And that was worth absolutely fuck all. Yeah. Like, those fad things that people get invested in. And How much real. of a fall? I, I kind of knew the crypto thing was going to be bullshit. bullshit. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I kinda, my bullshit meter was tingling. I think I've got a pretty good bullshit meter. Mm-hmm. You put up with me for this long. Hey, that's maybe, it's not, maybe it's not as good as you think it is. I mean, well, we've done pretty well. Yeah, we have. You can't be too nice. hard on yourself. We've looks nice. I mean, a lot of our job is built around the bullshit aspect. Of it. Yeah. <laughs> so we're really good at bullshit. Yeah, like, the, it's just one of those fads, man. It's like, and it's insane because at the time, everyone was like, oh, yeah, but it's like, you'll forever own this artwork. But you, is it just a link you own to the website where they're on? Yeah, yeah. And uh, it's and honestly, the fact that it the fact that it wasn't like having a non tangible token, just the name is ridiculous. Yeah, like you have to have a like have a screen to see it, and it's like, what can you? <laughs> what are you getting out of it? Yeah, what are you getting out of it, man? It doesn't like if you went on the link and sent me a screenshot of it. Do I own it now as well? It's fucking ridiculous. How yeah. how do people get involved in these things? Because I think what they were originally was a like it's a bit of a money laundering scheme, mm. right? Because it's kind of like if you you and a bunch of your other rich mates get together and you kind of pull a bunch of money in this, and then and then call up your friends in the media and be like, "Hey, we have just spent all this money on this thing, mm. this bullshit thing that we've just kind of been like." And then all of a sudden, people are like, oh, well, the, well, rich people have spent money on it. It must be worth something. Yeah, yeah. It's like a huge Ponzi scheme. Really, it was. Yeah, it and is a Ponzi scheme. Even the way, like, I could never I could never really get my head around it. And and um, there is something, though, to crypto, though. Um, like, the way... The way the original crypto works, so, you, like, the, the, the Bitcoin... Um, 
and all the rest of them, I suppose, are built off the Bitcoin. Right? Yeah. And um, just the way that that has been Because wasn't it purely, it was purely black market money, wasn't it, originally? Yeah. To buy, like, bazookas and shit. Do you know I could have been a millionaire? I could have been a millionaire. Go on. What, where, where did they go wrong? So years ago, like, I'm talking about maybe, like, 2000 and... Six to 2008, maybe somewhere in there. Yeah. Um, you used to go to EB Games and EB Games, like, and I'd be like, a little Dad, boy. I want a, I want a new Pokemon game. Yeah. I want the new Mario on my DS. Yeah. The game Boy. Yeah. Um, Even you as a child is your Mike Tyson impression, isn't it? <laughs> Not quite. Without every the week, list. Every week. Me with the child was Mike Tyson without the lifts. Yeah. Um, but yeah, you used to go anyway. They were like, you could either have like, um, like you would spend money in the shop and they would give you um, points that would kind of turn into like store credit mm. or there was, a, but a, before they did that, they were offering like um, Bitcoins with purchases. So Fuck off, really? Yeah. So you could like buy a game and, you know, if you spent X amount of money, you'd get so many Bitcoins. But each of these Bitcoins were worth like, you know, 50,000 a throw like a couple of years ago. Mm. So if you've got a couple of Bitcoins with every game and I got a lot of games over the years. So people, instead of doing that the smart way, people just like bought new games with the credit. Instead yeah, of like, the I don't know what a fucking Bitcoin is. Yeah. Like, like, No, like if you were, on, if you were in, if you, if you were in on it at the start, you'd be fucking so rich. I just know too many people who've lost too much money in crypto. Like I know a guy who quit his job and went on there, like welfare, the doll, we call, I don't know what you call it here. He went on that and um, he was like, yeah, I'll be like, I'll be a millionaire in six months. <laughs> he's not. He's bloody not. He's a fireman now. This never worked out for him. Well, I mean. It's like, it's so we'll talk about it soon anyway, like Melbourne Cup's on. It's like guys who buy horses just to put the money in something. And then if the horse doesn't win, fuck all. You are literally throwing your money in a big hole. You are, you are. But fortune also favors the favors the brave. You know mm. what I mean? Like that's what they say, and that is very true. Um, and and I think that like I mean, I've started a new podcast, Jack. Oh, here we go, Clank. Yeah, go on, plug it, plug it. Uh, it's called the ADHD Diary. If you have ADHD, you might want to give it a listen. Um, just we're basically breaking it down into little little sections that kind of talk about the just um just like living with ADHD and how to deal with it and also like our struggles and revelations and it's very brutally honest mm. too which is um Who are you doing that with? I'm doing it with Amy Davison. Oh yeah. Um you might know her from Sex Talk Sexy with Amy. Sexy time with Amy. Yeah. And uh, she was a good guest, man. I yeah, like she one. was. And um, it's also a good podcast, too. You might want to give it a listen. But, and uh, the thing I was saying to we were speaking about when we were, when we were doing our first podcast yeah. was that people with, people with ADHD, right, tend to be very successful, mm. or very unsuccessful. Yeah, it's one or the other. Because I think it's that thing that inside of you that's going like, Wants wants to do something that there is some that there is some sort of risk associated, right? Yeah, 
and and those things too where most people are like you know people day to day walk through life and go oh okay well yeah maybe it isn't a good idea to throw all my money into crypto mm. but someone with ADHD is like <sighs> fucking crypto let's give it a go yeah and some of them did really well yeah some and some of them did fucking awful some, some of them fucking home must not and um but but I think I think sometimes in life man like you should just should take should take risks but and and I don't know really where I'm going with this, but just calculate uh, the risks. I, I could reach the sad music button. I'd be playing it now. Yeah. Take risks. Go for it. You've got it. You like bumper stickers? Yeah. Go for it. You can do it. Just yeah. do it. Because imagine if no one didn't just go for it. Imagine yeah. if the world was... And, and this is another thing I was saying. Like, I heard Jordan Peterson say this once, and he said, he said, you know... Can you do a Jordan Peterson? I can't. Tell, tell, okay, so Jordan Peterson <laughs> said one day, he said, ADHD. ADHD? Is a... Is a... Um, is a human... Is a human... Biology. Biology. He speaks a little bit quicker than this. <laughs> this oh, is never a translator. I'm just trying him. to give it the, the Jordan. This uh, never a translator with him. Uh-huh. Okay. Kermit the Frog. That pushes humanity. That pushes humanity. Yeah, I, f- I forgot what you said. But anyway, so it's basically an evolutionary trait yeah. that pushes humanity because because those people are willing to take take risks and also um, very calm in the in the face of like when re- when shit's kicking off. You know what'd be right? interesting for you to do on that podcast is to go back in history and look at people who you suspect may have had ADHD. Well, I could tell you, I've got a list in my head right now. Yeah, don't say Hitler. No, I don't no. think Hitler had ADHD. Don't say Hitler. I genuinely don't think Hitler had ADHD. <laughs> he was on the meds. <laughs> he never had it. Go on. Who, who's some people from history who you think were the valid? Well, I think a lot of I think a lot of the early sailors had ADHD, and I'll tell you why. Because if your worldview, right, is sitting is sitting there going like. Ah, well, there's the end of the world. And if you drive your boat out there, don't drive too far into don't don't mm. sail it, don't sail the seas as far as you can because you might just fall off the edge. And the ADHD people is like, there's an edge. Where does it start and when does it stop? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. how do we go? I'm yeah. gonna do whatever I can now just just to just to do it. Yeah. Right. And I think me before I was undiagnosed, like that would have been something I might have been into. You know mm. what I mean? And also just like the person that climbed Mount Everest for the first time. Like, why would you want to do that? Just to do it. Yeah. You know what's funny about that as well with Everest? It's like, I love the idea of um, someone being like, no one's ever climbed that before. And he's like, I'm going to climb it. And he did, and it was an amazing feat, right? And then some random guy just goes, I've climbed it before. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, cause there's no way of proving he hadn't climbed it. He's like, yeah, I've been up there. <laughs> I've been up there. Yeah, that, that everyone's done that. I thought the most amazing feat about that was that he had he 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 said he climbed it, but he also had thirty guys carrying his shit up the mountain, and then they went to the top as well. He was just the first man. Yeah, yeah, they were carrying the tents, the fucking everything. Yeah. These huge like boulders that look like bags on the um on the back with pans and pots and yeah. all the other things, and he's like, I. Climb this mountain. I wonder if he was, you know, like in cycling, the way they go in like a formation to, to, to break the wind. If if he was like in the middle for a lot of it and then it was like the last hundred yards and he was like, all right, guys, let me at the front now. <laughs> I I'm going to be the first one up. <laughs> I just wondered if he came into the, the tents every night and be like, 
Oh, it was a very hard, hard, hard climb today, fellas, yeah. wasn't it? He's just there with a stick. Like, <laughs> they're like, fucking hard climb, speak for yourself, yeah. mate. He's there with a the stick, they're carrying all his possessions up. <laughs> but, um, also, you know, just, and the, and the Wright brothers, when they built the first aeroplanes, when they're, mm. you, know, um, you know, they're sitting there together and being like, you know, We've we've discovered that if we we put wings on this and we went, you know, we we drive and we're just gonna fucking do it. Yeah, that's ADHD. We're just mm. gonna fucking do it. Mm. So along, you know, you can just think about things that have happened in history. Yeah, I reckon yeah. Steve Jobs had a certain amount of ADHD. Yeah, an acid. <laughs> yeah, an acid. Those together is an unstoppable <laughs> combination. combination. We don't recommend <laughs> it, but we do endorse it. But, um, you know, just just. That, 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 those people in history that were doers, doers, yeah. yeah. I think those are the ADHD people, and I also think the ADHD people were also some of the best leaders mm. in in terms of war too, because it's just like your everything's shits going around you. Like when I go out into social circumstances, right? Yeah. Sometimes I feel so awkward and whatever else, mm. but when like shit's really been like happening in my life right like when when my when i've crashed my car or people have driven into me i'm as calm as can be when the floods were happening here i'm as calm as can be when there's been bushfires in my life i'm as calm as can be because it's just like there's just there's this there's it's just so it's stimulating in a way where you're like i know what to do <laughs> i know what to do yeah the chaos i live for the chaos and we will we know what our fight is in this mm. battle do you know what i mean mm. and i think a lot of people that like a lot of good soldiers were like oh no i know what the job is now yeah get into it yeah <laughs> there is no such thing as danger i'm into it you know i just see the adhd people as the mel gibsons well i'm just uh, i'm not having that uh whoever was in charge of optus this week has got adhd so for anyone outside of australia um, on Wednesday, Optus went down. Optus is this is like a forty percent. It's the second leading. Yeah, it's got the forty percent of the Australian population. Yeah, and they got the second Optus. most satellites uh, and uh, mobile phone towers in this country, rivaled by Telstra. So basically, um, if you it's a split, it's a split, and they're just at it. Yeah, if you want to, you want to do that. Your iPhone or your Android. Yeah, your Pepsi or your Coke. Yeah, your Ying. Or your Yang. Your, your two other things that you can compare. Your Ford that or your Holden. But on Wednesday, so um, I got up Wednesday. I was off Wednesday, a lovely day. I was going to record a new song, right? Which, you know, I'll be out before probably. I'll, it's a nice love song. I'll show you later. Probably with the band or by yourself? Uh, with uh, an offshoot of the band. it be a new band. Um, I, but it's a lovely, dovey song. It'll be a Valentine's Day song. Anyway, I wake up Wednesday. We're meeting in an area I've been to once before. I'm on, you know, doing toilet time in the morning. Of course, I am a man. I'm getting myself ready to go for the day. Optus is down. I'm like, shit. Luckily, I've got Telstra internet in the apartment, so I'm on the Wi-Fi. Says to the guys, I'll meet you there. I'll be there at this time. I start driving, right? I don't know where things are. I need GPS. If For the first time in my life, I wanted a map because I could not get to where I was fucking going. On, I, I've never winged something more in my life than that journey. It was purely hoping for the best. Optus, you bastards. You bloody bastards. 14 hours that was down for. It's ridiculous. Yeah. It's also really dangerous too because um, you couldn't 
call emergency services. Yeah, yeah. So if something was to go wrong or you needed to check in on family and they were on Optus lines, then how did you – you couldn't communicate with those people. Mm. So I wonder too, I think Optus should be – you know, the, the, uh, someone's going to sue Optus for sure. Sure needs an ass kicking. Yeah, because it's just so... Like, they had, they had the data breach last year, or this year, and then they've had this this year. Like, sweet shit out, man. Have you ever tried to call Optus? They're fucking... They're, they're, I thought <laughs> Telstra were bad, but like, man, like, Optus, you you, you don't even know who, who you... Where to... Where, like, how to get the information. Yeah. And, Oh man, it's yeah, man. That, that literally ruined Australia on Wednesday. That's like the most talked about. Because I, like, I know a guy who went to work, couldn't find exactly where he was going, couldn't call and contact anyone to know where he was going. So he just drove home. <laughs> and he was like, "Yeah, just." And I said to him, "Did you really go, or are you just saying that?" And he's like, "Yeah, I went." I'm like, "You stayed in bed." He went, "Ah, there's ever a time to get out of something." It was Wednesday. Yeah, not me, unfortunately. I'm with Telstra. Yeah. Oh, man, it was awful. Absolutely awful. But um, we also... Have we covered the Melbourne Cup yet? No, not yet, no. Oh, so we had uh, the biggest the biggest race in the country on Monday. And I was... Tuesday. Oh, sorry, Tuesday. Tuesday. It was yeah. a Tuesday. Tuesday. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Tuesday. Yeah, sorry, on a Tuesday, um, we had the biggest race in the country. I was one horse off from winning $150,000. Sad violin music playing. Yeah. Um, <laughs> really fucking broke my heart. Yeah, it would. Yeah, I was supposed it would. Off. You know, not even a box trifecta either. One horse off. One horse off. I imagine yeah, you know what it was? It was the number below. And the 14 came third, and that's my lucky number. Yeah. And the only reason I didn't pick it is because it's been fucking unlucky every other time. Yeah. And it stopped me from winning 150. I, uh, I had it. I had the winner. The first time I've ever had the winner for the Melbourne Cup. And uh, I. I, I won a few hundred on it, but I wish I would have backed it heavier. But everyone says that, don't they? Like, oh, I knew I had to win. I knew yeah. I was going to win. You should have uh, But it's, about it's, it. it's fucking insane. Like, so we're in, anyone outside of Australia, we're in New South Wales. In Victoria, it's a full bank holiday for them. That's a day off for them. Yeah. And they go and go hard at it. And what I like about it in Australia, at home, because it, in Australia, it's just on... On the grass running, innit? At home, with all the hurdles and whatever, like, horses die. Like, you get, we, we grew up in a place in Liverpool, Aintree, it's called, and they have the Grand National, which is, like, our equivalent to the Melbourne Cup. Yeah. And literally, like, four horses die every year when they're doing it. The jumps are so high and everything. I feel like people are a lot nicer about the animal cruelty aspect of it over here because they aren't doing the jumps. Yeah, I... <laughs> Why is it a hurdle race? Oh yeah, and it's oh yeah. it's, it's in some of the some of the some of the jumps are fucking crazy, man. I know a lot of people that get upset, and it's never people that have ever even even been on a horse that get upset about it. Mm. And that's the that's the irony to me, uh, to me, because I like I'm I could ride a horse, but like, you know, from the really when I could walk, yeah, you know, and um, and I, this is what I want to set straight today. Because I think there's a few misconceptions. Like a lot of, a lot of city kids, could they, they, their, their voices got drowned out this year by serious problems mm. known as war. Um, <laughs> but they were still, I still saw a little bit of um, the, fuck the cup. We should stop horse racing. We need to care about the horses. I don't think you guys understand that these are, these are for the, like the horses in the Melbourne Cup mm. have better lives 
than 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 the jockeys driving like riding them because yeah. the horses get massages. These horses are worth millions and millions of dollars. These yeah. horses get massages. These horses get things, and these horses are also competitive. Like they throw tantrums when they lose. They're yeah. kicking off in the watersheds, going like, <laughs> like, like losing their shit if they don't win. Like. These horses are bred to be competitive, mm. but also treated like Ronaldo. You know what I mean? Like yeah. treated, given the best, not allowed to, to give the best treatment and thing. And if they hurt themselves, and and you know, and some of these race horses don't even get, um, you know, some of them the the trainers or or the owners and things like that will, if they get hurt, depending on how serious the injury are, we just retire them into the paddock anyway. Mm. And it's you have to ask yourself one question: if you think horse racing is cruel. What do you think the alternative is if there's no horse racing? <laughs> Fucking genocide of horses. That's what it is. So oh, just, unless you want a genocide just, of horses, just a lot shut of people, up. just a lot of men running, <laughs> men yeah. and women just of a race, yeah. which we get anyway all year round. Yeah. So like, I think that was the turning point for me too because I was kind of like, oh yeah, no, maybe it wouldn't be a nice life to be a racehorse. Mm. And then until, until I saw inside the stables of the of of some of these you know high profile horses, and I was yeah. like. Mm, yeah, maybe I would like it's to It's just one that causes contention every year, isn't it? Like, there was a, there was a period, you, you probably won't know about this, uh, like 2008 yeah. in England, and they started testing the meat in Tesco and Sainsbury's or wherever it was, and they were finding it was horse meat, but it was being sold as beef. <laughs> so they were just like, right, this horse can't run anymore. <laughs> Turn it into a lasagna. It happens, so, like, so many of the meals, it was horse meat, not beef. Just because they thought the idea of people not being able to stomach the yeah. fact that it was a horse. Have you ever had but a horse? I mean, meat? it's it's false advertising. Uh, no, I haven't. I've had a horse meat pie in uh, Victoria. Yeah, Any yeah. good? Yeah, it was yeah. until I kind of found out it was horse, and I was like, mm. I think it's like that with most things. You eat like, why is it okay to eat so many things we eat, and then other things you like? That was the big memory uh, with COVID. This episode's just been flagged. Um, it was like, oh, you know, the Chinese eating bats. What's all that about? Bat soups and all that. And you're like, yeah, but that's their food. If they, They've been eating that forever. They're just going to eat it. For us, what we eat, they'd look at what we eat and be like, what the fuck are you eating that for? You know what yeah, I mean? It's, I don't it's know a about lot that. of that. I don't know about that because I'd like, you could look at a, <laughs> you could look at a cow, right? And you could say like, you one, if, you, if you're hungry, you look at a cow and you think, wow, it's okay. It's a big animal. I'm going to yeah. have lots of food here. And you would look at it going like, yeah, like, like there's a lot of food. But you look at a bat, like how much food are you going to get out of a bat? Like you might get like... It was the same with the chicken, isn't it? Yeah, but a chicken you're going to get like a... There's bats out there that are like, that are, you can go probably have a look at if you go outside and that are... That are electrocuted on the pole. Oh, nice. Um, Cooked, but, fried, but, ready to go. Yeah, they're fried, ready to go. I mean, and Kentucky they're... fried bats. They're probably beef bat jerky now. Mm. Um, if you want to go put some salt on them and have a try, but <laughs> good luck getting them down. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I don't know. But they're, they're smaller than a chicken. They're way smaller than a chicken. And also, they're just not a very... They're What's just, it on Ankhamansu where he's like... just not a very nice uh, looking Anc- animal. Ankhamansu, he's like, you not try bat? And he's like, no. And he's like, it's the chicken of the cave. <laughs> chicken of the cave oh. no I mean like that, that's it but like food P- people just because it's from so, you just view it differently like I remember growing up and being like the French eat snails Ugh. you ever tried snail not bad it's not bad 
I'm sure dog doesn't taste that bad, but we won't eat dogs. You know what I mean? Yeah. I used to go to this uh, this noodle place at home, and I swear, every time you we went in, it smelled like wet dog, and there was no dogs in there. <laughs> and I said to me, mate, I'm just not sure about the meat. And he was like, what do you mean? I was like, what can you smell? And he's like, wet dog. And I'm like, can you see any dogs? you gotta, you got to be careful, man. Yeah. Dogs are everywhere. Chicken ain't. <sighs> Yeah. Chicken ain't everywhere. Yeah. Oh, that's a bit. <laughs> yeah. I'll, um, I'll try and move on. I'll, I'll oh, the, the one thing I was going to say is, do you know what I feel uncomfortable eating the more I get older? Mm. Prawns. Prawns? What? Yeah. I'll tell you what. Oh, don't. I've only started eating them. Because prawns week. are the rats of the sea. And I wouldn't want to eat a rat on the ground. So why would I want to eat a rat? Why, why prawns rats of the sea? Because they, they, they just... They go along the bottom, yeah, and they just, they just like a rat. Like they, they, eat they shit. yeah, they just eat, they eat all the shit. They, and the same with lobsters. Like even in ancient times, right? Like not ancient times, but like medieval times. Yeah. Actually, in the Bible, well, let's go back in to the ancient Bible. times. Yeah. In the Bible, there was there was always a weird, a weird kind of like law in it where you like there was in the Old Testament where it was about like not eating shellfish, and I was like, why can't you eat shellfish? And it was, and then. I, and then you read history in like the medieval times and they were like, we fed all the lobster. We fed all the lobsters to like the prisoners. Like prison, lobster were, lobster and prawns were prisoner food. I love that. I love that. And um, the inmates are like, oh, not again. And they're having like lobster, lobster every day. Yeah. And you it's know delicious. why? You know what stopped it and made it into like a commercial food was because America... America copped a lot of, um, you know, a lot of, a lot of different nationalities were, you know, taken into America, like mm. like the from the Irish, yeah, the you know the Dutch headed over there, and once they kind of got there, and the first generation after that kind of lost their, lost lost their culture a little bit, and lost a lot of that, um, you know, I suppose what was being told in the land, and mm. they were separate from it. Um, found out that there was fucking heaps of lobster around New York and yeah. things like that when they were developing it. And they were like, oh, well, we're catching all these things and just kind of figured out how to, how to cook them up and make them tasty. And, um, and then once the world became a bit more globalised, um, people going, you know, the English were heading over to America and being like, oh, wow, you can... Doing, oh, uh, I, I oh it's very nice English. over here. Yeah, oh, I like the buildings. Yeah. You know, the Statue of Liberty looks Jolly lovely. Good. Yeah, good. Uh, <laughs> But what is this shellfish? Oh, oh, it's quite splendid, this shellfish. Mm. Mm, I really like the sauce on this. That happens with a lot of things, though. Like, when my grandma grew up, the food she used to eat, which was the poor people's food, is now, like, the top shit in restaurants, which is just wild that it yeah. fucking comes in circles. Like, imagine being inmates, like you say, and being fed lobster. Imagine, imagine inmates having surf and turf, and the kings are eating just, like, potatoes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just a potato, just chewing a potato, getting into it. Because I think at one time in England, there were so many, there were so many lobsters that they were just, they were, that they were just getting them out, that they were just so easy to catch that mm. it was... Yeah, no, just take them over and give them to the prisoners. Yeah, let them have them. And also, they're big fish too. Like, they're big. They're, like, you need a lot less. Oh, it's a good prawn. feed. Yeah. It's a good feed. You're making me want lobster. <laughs> so they're just like, oh, you get a lobster. 
you get lobster. Yeah. I hope you like lobster because that's all you get. Yeah, because we're having potato soup tonight. <laughs> you poor bastards. So, um, yeah, no, it's weird. But I, I kind of feel uncomfortable eating lobster, uh, lobster and um, prawn too just because, like, I don't know, man. I just, I wouldn't, I wouldn't really eat a rat. I don't think it's the same. I don't think it's the but same. But they eat the same kind of shit. Like, they're just, no, but rats, one is a scavenger rat, of the sea and one is a scavenger yeah, of the rats are eating, like, half-eaten subways. You know what I mean? They're chilling in the sea. Yeah. Having some fucking good seafood, mate. But they're eating, like, half, half-eaten half whale turds and I don't know. Yeah, beautiful. Beautiful. Sign me up. Sign me up. And oh, a shark yeah. turd and, you know, whatever carcasses that have been put in the yeah, ocean. And, let them have it. You know, some, they, they taste delicious. And it's, some it's, dead it's, Fred it, in the ocean. Yeah, it's dead. Yeah, I mean, Osama. Osama was in the ocean, wasn't he? Bit of Osama's toe. Yeah. Oh, food, food's just a fucking... Food's a weird one, man. Like, what, as I say, what is acceptable and what's not acceptable is just crazy. Yeah, I mean... I mean, anything can be a feed, can't it? Yeah, you've got to get into it. Speaking of which, I am... Um, so, because the weather's returned to Sydney, I, I've been barbecuing. And I've got to, I fucking love barbecuing, man. Yeah. I'd never feel more primal than barbecuing. Really? Yeah, it makes me feel like a fucking king. Makes me feel like a king. Do Being you barbecue like, in England? Oh, you can't. You can't. We've had barbecues before where it's pissing down with rain. Right, it's supposed to be a sunny day. It's pissing down with rain. It's cold. My old man stood there with an umbrella over the barbecue, cooking the meat. And we've all sat inside. Like, we could have just cooked it in the oven. You know what I mean? Oh, that's so sad. <laughs> I know. So you just don't get the weather for it. Yeah. It's just not the same, man. It's not the same. Yeah. What's happening in England at the moment? Because it's kind of like, looks like it's fallen, man. Oh, England's on its ass, man. I think it has been since, like, the government that's been in for the last, like, 13 years is just, yeah, England's fucked. England is fucked. White nationalism's taking a hold. Um, yeah, it's not a very fucking, very not, not a very nice place to I be. think you need what, patriotism, like, uh, in England at the moment. No, we've got it. But the problem is the people who are patriotic are racist. So, like, there was there was a march yesterday at the centre, or oh, today, rather, for Remembrance Sunday. And there's people with, like, Nazi ta- with the swastika tattoos wearing poppies. You know, you can't be both. You know what I mean? <laughs> you're remembering. You're remembering <laughs> fucking fighting the Nazis to free yourself from, oppre- free the world of oppression whilst having the swastika on your neck, which was the oppression. So, yeah, England's, England's on a fucking wild path. I had a friend recently, and he's, he went to London about three weeks ago. Mm-hmm. And um, he's back now anyway. I was like, oh, how'd you find it? And he goes, to be honest, I couldn't wait to come back to yeah. Sydney. I, I don't, to be honest, I don't understand the, the romanticism Australians have for going to Britain. Like, and it's always London. Fucking London. There's way better places than London. Oh, he, he went, Smells. He went out into the, like, the other, like, full of money. Other parts, but he was said when he was in, because I think the airport's there. Mm. Is it? Is that oh, well, no, in? but it's, like, the main one people yeah. will be going to. And um, he said when he, like, when he stayed there, like, he just felt so unsafe. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, that's it. Like, the thing is, it's like, if you're a tourist, you're unsafe anyway, because people know you're a fucking tourist. But I don't think I feel, like, if I'm on a, like, if I go to any other city in this, in a, in Australia, I don't feel unsafe in Australia anywhere, really. No, because it's not, it's not like a... 
It's not like a dangerous place in Australia. Ivan the Lat's not knocking about anymore, you know what I mean? It's it's pretty it's pretty tame Australia, whereas like gangs at home are everywhere. London London's in a bit of a bad shape at the minute as well. It is in a bad shape. But yeah, like I said, I just don't get why people go, Oh yeah, I've been to your neck of the woods. Where have you been? London. Oh sweet, yeah. Seven hours away from me. Yeah, well, I suppose well, you four, have to... Five hours, you have four to, hours. You have to understand that we're so far yeah. away too, and it's kind of like... And it you, feels like it's exactly the same. And you go over, like... And London, London historically, has been a pretty interesting place. I mean, it was ran over by the Romans. It was rebuilt by the... Again, by the English. It was mm. a Stonehenge, like a couple... What, a couple Ks outside of it. Mm. No one knows how it's been built. I mean, there's a lot of history there too. Oh, yeah, no, there is. Like, there is. It's just... I don't know, I'm just not into London. I, like, for me, and I'd only ever go to London if I had to. Like, Tom lived in London for a bit. And every time I went, I'd be like, fuck this place. It's yeah. too big. It is like Sydney, but not what's, as nice. Like, what's the rough area of London? Is it, like, South London? Oh, I couldn't really tell you, man. I couldn't really tell you. There's a few. <laughs> there's a fucking few. Because there's rough, but, like, same here. Like, someone said to me the other day, oh, you're from Liverpool? It's really, really dangerous, isn't it? And I was like, no. They're like, oh, I've heard it's dangerous. And I'm like, it's not. It's if it depends where you go, what time of night, you might get into trouble. I think the world's a bit like that too. It's like if you're looking for trouble, you'll find trouble. If you're looking for trouble, you came to the right place. Um, some some news out there. Uh, what's more, my news. On Saturday, I'm going to watch Andrew Schultz. Thanks for the invite. Ah, uh, I, I, the freebies tickets. Yeah, I'm very, 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 very excited about it. Who'd you go with? Well, Who'd you go with? I haven't gone yet, but oh. we'll be gone. Don't be getting upset. Someone else. Not you. Don't be Don't be getting jealous. I took him, no, I'm only upset because I took him to Jim Jeffries. Yeah, he's upset. These these weren't mine to give. Someone someone, uh, someone offered me his his other ticket. So, yeah, I'm fucking looking forward to that man. That man is on, a, on fire at the minute. He's on a trajectory like no other. Yeah. Have you seen he's doing two nights at MSG? They've both sold out. Really? Yeah. Where's he playing in Australia? Uh, uh, I don't know. I can't remember. <laughs> I'll check on the day. But yeah, I think it'd be awesome seeing him. Have you seen him else is coming over as well? Seinfeld's coming. Yeah. He's like, you're on the train. You can't be in the cab. You're in the train. You're on the train. Of Jerry Seinfeld. Do you really? No. <laughs> I mean, I, I, I like that he's a legend. And like a lot of people look up to him. But it does feel like, I don't know, it does, it feels like a bygone era in his comedy. Yeah, I just never found Jerry Seinfeld funny. Unless he wants to come out. Yeah, unless you want, oh, but I did like his, um, like the coffee show he did with comedians. Oh, comedians, cars, yeah, coffee. and I kind of got a bit of respect for him in terms of that. Like I enjoyed that show, but mm. in terms of like Seinfeld, I just, I just never got it. Maybe it's because yeah. I'm Australian, but boom, I just, boom, boom, boom. yeah, yeah, I just kind of felt like, oh, this is like, this is, this is like, car, like, like, is this for kids? Like I don't know. Oh no, it's like all those shows, isn't it? Like the whole thing with a sitcom is you introduce an idea at the start of the show. The protagonist fucks it up more than possible, imag- imaginable. 
that is possible. And then the whole show is about how they've got it wrong and things blowing up, getting worse and worse and worse. Yeah. And then it kind of getting fixed in the end. Yeah. It's like sitcom writing. But I did enjoy my, like, maybe maybe it's just taste because I did enjoy How I Met Your Mother and I did enjoy Two, two and a Half Men is my favourite. Mm. Yeah. Like, if Charlie Sheen came out here, we should have him on here. Oh, I love Charlie Sheen on here. The life that man has lead. It's unbelievable, Charlie Sheen, everybody. Uh, the best time in, in, in media history was when he, oh, he, when he lost, lost the it. media. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that was the best meltdown to ever watch. I'm, dr- I'm drinking fucking Tiger Blood, man. He was <laughs> Winning! He, yeah, he was fucking... Isn't it crazy, though, like all that was going on? And he was just the news. Every yeah, day. He was every day. News. And it was like, who is going to replace him on Two and a Half yeah. Men? Then it was Ashton Kutcher, and it wasn't that good. Yeah, I still watch it though. Yeah, I watched it. When it was good, <laughs> it wasn't that was good. But um, but I rewatched the sixty-minute interview with um, Charlie Sheen recently when he was having these meltdown, mm. and it's so funny, man. Like, <laughs> he's like, "I've got Tiger blood," and he's talking about how he was. He's talking about smoking crack on 60 Minutes openly. Uh, yeah. And he's saying like, oh, he's, he goes, I was banging eight gram rocks every day. <laughs> I'd, I'd love to know how he views that time now in his life. Because again, like that's the world going, oh, fuck. Like this is a car crash you can't stop watching. You yeah. know what I mean? And that was just his life. Yeah. Fucking falling apart. I seen something quite nice about that. Him and Chuck Lorre, the guy who made Two and a Half Men, they've like became friends again. Because, yeah, like, you think the amount of success they had with that show. That was such a good show, Two and a Half Men. Yeah, I don't know why, why like, what happened where Charlie Sheen went on this. I think, I think I think Charlie Sheen wanted more money per episode. And they were like, no. And then he just started going into it. But I think part of it was because he was, like, turning up fucked. Yeah, you know yeah. I mean? he's like, so if I'm only getting $2 million an episode, how much is he getting? Because I think, no, I think he was on like $20 million an episode. But I think he, I think, I think season. I think he wanted like shitloads more because he knew how successful it was. But yeah, Charlie Sheen, life he's that's uh, fucking hell. I, I think that's what it was. He thought that, I think he thought that, that his producer or Chuck Laurie was withholding money. From, yeah, screwing him. Yeah. I'm drinking fucking tiger blood. <laughs> but that was the best. That was and a was, great public There's one though. time I remember him being on a bridge with a sword. Yeah. And just seeing it in the newspapers. And it was See, just, even if that's not true, I can believe it. Yeah. I could believe it. I wish more celebrities <laughs> went, <laughs> went like, just fucking owned being, being, being like, cancelled in the way that Charlie Sheen did. Mm. Like, just were like... Well, think about it. Like, think of how many people hadn't watched Two and a Half Men in years because, like, it had been going for a long time at that point. And then all that shit comes out, and like, ah, could see Charlie Sheen still, still up and about because he didn't back down. No, he. Do you remember that show he made, Anger Management? Yeah. <sighs> Do you ever watch the one he did before Two and a Half Men? No. Like, it's called Spin City, and it was like a really, really good show, and it was kind of like the precursor to Two and a Half Men. Yeah. And um. He's playing the exact same character. Yeah, he's just Charlie Sheen. He's just Charlie he? Sheen, but it's, it's a good Sheen. watch because quite he's a lot younger in it. And um, I don't know. Charlie Sheen's had an interesting career. I like Charlie Sheen. I think he's always been Charlie Sheen. Yeah, I like all of his family as well. And um, guys, we've had some music sent in this week, so there is some new music on the horizon. We'll uh, we'll give it a proper review next week. Some Hall of Famer, Sai, who's been on the couch before. 
them wolves, them bloody wolves. They've sent in a track. So uh, if anyone's got any new music, send them to us, and we'll we'll have a review of them next week. We uh, you know we care about you, and we will do it. Um, Hamish, I'm feeling that was a potty. Me too. I've been Jack. I've been Hamish. This has been West Underground. It's been Monday Night Fever. Thank you very much, everyone. Hope you have a fantastic week. Get those kisses in. Peace and love. Thank you.